0: Welcome to Momming on the Go. This is Rachel. For those of you who wonder why I started sharing the voices of my friends in Ukraine, even if you don't wonder, here is why. When the war first started, I immediately wanted to join Samaritan's Purse and go with their disaster relief team to establish and work in their field hospital in Ukraine. Two of my heroes growing up were Florence Nightingale and Clara Barton, And this is the kind of nursing they did. And this kind of nursing, the being on the front lines and being able to show people Jesus love in a very tangible, physical way, makes my heart alive. So I sent my husband an email. I could go be a nurse in Ukraine with Samaritan's Purse for a month. To which he replied, that would be interesting. To which I replied, you didn't tell me no. That night we spent a while talking about what that would look like. My husband is my biggest advocate. He believes in me, encourages me to do things that make me more alive, and supports me as I pursue them. The result of our discussion was that he supported me moving forward and applying to go with Samaritan's Purse. In case you wonder, We did discuss the difficulty that would bring to our family with school and my husband working with his occasional work-related travel, not to mention the emotional trauma we as a family are still working through related to all the personal deaths of last year. We have a hard enough time getting a babysitter for a few hours just to go on dates, finding someone to help out for a month, daunting. However, when God calls you to do something, He makes a way for all the people involved. Just because something is hard does not mean that it is bad. Not all the things God calls us to are hard, but just because something is hard does not make it bad or wrong. After we talked about it, I dedicated the next few days to serious praying and asked a missionary mom wife I know through my husband for some wisdom in how to make my decision, as a wise person without an emotional connection to my decision. Three days into praying, I woke up with a great peace that right now I need to stay with my family and not go. It felt a little bit like giving up on a dream because it is something I really want to do, but God filled me with such peace about staying home, I know it was the right decision. Fast forward to now. As I have already shared in previous podcasts, I have friends in Ukraine and Russia, as well as a few other countries impacted significantly by this war. Through them, I have become friends with others in Ukraine. War is an interesting time to get to know people. You get to know more about the hearts of people who are experiencing the war firsthand, and while their day-to-day living is still somewhat of a mystery, partly because they are not living day-to-day normal lives, their hearts shine through. My friend Ira has shared twice on my podcast. I am truly honored and blessed to be getting to know her and seeing God shine through her heart in the middle of the horror around her. It is in part because of Ira that I have started the process of sharing the voices of the people of Ukraine. I have asked several people if they want to share, some of whom are on the front lines in the cities actively being bombed. They stay to be the hands and feet of Jesus and to bring food and supplies to those who could not leave and cannot get out to get basic supplies like food and water. Right now, their voices are being heard loudly and boldly through their actions. Maybe later they will have time to share here, but in their words, there is no time to share when rockets are flying and people are starving oh god protect these hands and feet may you continue to bring food to them and continue to cover them as they bring this food and supplies to those who are starving stretch the food like you stretched the bread for the widow in first king 17 amen while i cannot go to ukraine and help physically God showed me that I can use my already established platform to let these voices of my friends be heard around the world. Not only do we hear what it is like to be them, but they then have more people praying specifically for them, encouraging them specifically, and more specific prayers can be prayed over all the people of Ukraine. Yesterday I went ice skating with my family. We had bought the tickets to use at Christmas time, but were unable to use them. I grew up ice skating once a week at the Air Force Academy for a few years and got to be pretty good. Not Olympics quality good, but pretty good for a normal person. Since then, I have ice skated, I think, three times, including yesterday. Ice skating is one of those things you secretly hope you can pick back up where you left off, but nope. Before I even stood up on the community rink ice skates, they hurt. Last time I went ice skating, I had borrowed my sister's high-quality skates. These were not them. Once they were all laced up, I wobbled over to the ice and tentatively put my right foot onto said ice. Immediately I knew that I would not be winning any skating races or competitions. I hobbled away from the entrance with my arms spread outwards and began my slow and somewhat unsteady lap around the rink. None of my children have ever been ice skating before yesterday. My girls picked it up immediately. The little lad does not like instability or unsure footing, so he had the privilege of ice skating in front of the daddy and holding on to both the daddy's hands. The daddy whose athletic prowess again shone through. As I tottered along, feet in pain, feeling the top of the blade underneath them, I thought, how long can I last? Thankfully, skating rinks that double as hockey rinks have two team benches available to sit in halfway-ish around the rink. I may have spent many minutes giving my feet a break during our 90 minutes of ice skating. As I ice skated, God showed me several things. When my husband swooped up behind me and grabbed my hand, then pulled me along, I appeared to be a somewhat confident skater. I could go faster and his strength and ability gave me confidence and helped me utilize my own strength I didn't even know I had. Another time my husband came up behind me, put his hands on my hips and pushed me along. Again, I was skating faster than I had been on my own and more confidently. I immediately thought of my friends, Ira and Rachel, and my own heart from last year with my son's promise in Emmanuel. No matter what you have been through or how much experience being alive you have, nothing prepares you for intense hard like death or war. All you can feel in the beginning is the pain and you just want to get away from it. Yesterday, as I continued to skate, thankfully I did not give up. God's soft words to my heart kept coming. Sometimes I just needed to rest on the bench. Turns out resting on the bench was a good time to connect with my kids and even my husband and see the joy sparkle in all their eyes because of how much fun they were having. It also gave my feet a bit of a break and helped me get used to the pain. After a few minutes of resting, I would keep on going. By the end of the 90 minutes, my feet still hurt but the pain had dulled and I was no longer counting the seconds to the end of the open skate. I actually wanted to keep going. So it is with life. In the beginning, you don't see how you are going to get through the hard and the pain, but life doesn't stop with pain. So you keep on wobbling along. Sometimes people come alongside you and hold your hand physically or emotionally. They share their strength with you and help pull you along. You have to let them, otherwise you'll be pulled right over. But if the puller is gentle in their strength and helping you how you need help, they will keep you going at just the right speed, which actually sometimes is just standing still together. Sometimes, and this is especially true with prayer, you have people standing behind you, lifting you up in prayer. You never physically see them But you feel the power of their prayer and it keeps you going, giving you supernatural strength. Supernatural being that in and of yourself, you have no strength at all and just want to curl up and make it all go away. And because of the prayers, you somehow keep going anyways. Last year, people would tell me I was so strong. I would always tell my husband, I don't feel strong. I realized after a while that what people saw was God's strength in me. He kept me living. He kept me alive and going, albeit slowly. That is what I see in my friends. God shining through them and giving them strength. Towards the end of our time ice skating yesterday, the rink was no longer smooth but bumpy and choppy from the many ice skates cutting across it. Timed open skates at community ranks do not get the same Zamboni attention as do other ranks. But God showed me something even in that. The longer you are in a hard time, the harder the road gets and the more important it is to have the support of others. Putin has been attacking Ukraine for almost a month. That's a really long time. It's a long time physically My friend who is a refugee in one country is having to go to another country because there is no physical place for them to be. That's a long time for people who have no food and water. That's a long time for kids to be living in bomb shelters away from friends and school. That's a really long time to just not be safe. That doesn't even touch on the emotions and feelings. This is why I am sharing these voices of my friends in Ukraine to come alongside them and encourage them along, to pray behind them, to gather more forces to pray for them, to share our strength with them. Even if your strength may not feel very strong, God is the great strength multiplier. In the beginning of our ice time, one of my daughters grabbed my hand. I immediately said, you probably don't wanna hold my hand cause I'll pull both of us over. With a twinkle in her eye, she held on. As it turned out, despite my instability and her beginner status, we stayed upright, and she, despite her newness, helped pull me along. You don't have to be strong to help someone. Just being together with someone gives strength. One last thing I noticed ice skating is that my kids fell onto the ice their fair share of times, but they did not stay down. Each time they fell, they got back up again. By the end of this first time ice skating, my girls had begun practicing spins and one-footed gliding. I am really proud of them. If they had given up after falling, they wouldn't have learned their new skills. But they kept going, and they kept getting better. For the record, I did not fall once, and by the end of our time, I was able to go around the rink faster than at the beginning, and without wobbling. I'm not back up to doing tricks, but I consider my first experience in many years a success. So, keep praying for the people of Ukraine and for the people in the countries around them. And also, keep praying for the regular people of Russia who do not want this war and are experiencing tangible hardships as well. I debated with myself about which verse to end with. In the end, Romans 8, 38, and 39 stuck out. In the midst of all the turmoil, tragedies, and hardships, there is one thing that will not change, and that is God's love for us. After the verse, I am going to play a song, with permission, that our friend Brandon wrote and recorded, which wraps this up well. It has been one of my favorites ever since they released it, and it's very timely now. Romans 8, 38, and 39 in the New King James Version. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature, shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. God, my God. Who do I trust when all of my world
1: goes up in dust? And where do I look when the sky all turns gray And nothing is going my way? God, my God, how can I stand the ground under my feet? Turns into sand and it all blows away like the desert dust And everything turns into rust And I don't know how I'll be tomorrow And I don't know where I'll end today Everything that I can hold on to Is all of the words that you say No. It is finished, He said right before He died, He made us a way to return to the sky and be one with the Father of Light. In all of your ways, be my tomorrow, because even the sparrow is held by your hand. You said this word.